My name is James Pikeway, and welcome to Public Speaking in the Summer. It's my summer class, and this is Day 12. Day 12 was a speech day, but we did have a little bit of a chat about some of the things we want to keep in mind after we heard our persuasive speeches, and that's what we have in this episode of Public Speaking this Summer. So let's get to it. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, but very poignant and very important to you making a spectacular presentation. Here we go. It's Public Speaking this Summer with me, James Pikeway. We've got really two classes left next week as you start working on your next speech and your final speech, the most important speech, because this is the culmination of everything that you've been doing. So I'm I'm very excited. I think you're it's really about putting into motion all of these things we've been talking about and going back over some of this stuff, going back over the things that we've been we've been going over. And I think a nice little review is always useful. So that's really important, really important. Okay. Well, let's hope the rest of our class comes back. I will, as always, post, send you very, uh, within the next day or so, your some feedback on your speeches. I encourage you, and this is really important part, Fatma and Aya and Bakita are here now. Ladies, this is really an important part of the process. So listen carefully to what I'm going to say. As, uh, well, well let, me, let me get a few more people jump back in. So we'll give a, we'll give a couple minutes. Um, before I get to that, there is a, a set of notes in for today's class, and really, it's it's a, it's it's another set of documents to start thinking about that persuasive process. And really, most speeches we do are, are fairly persuasive. You're trying to change people's action, even if it is informative. Ultimately, we, we do we often just do straight informative speeches. I guess if we're lecturing someone, right? But for the most part, I, I think we tend to deal more in we're trying to get people to change the way they think, change the way they act. So. Today's notes are, are pretty good, actually. I, I really like them, and I like the reading, and I think it's really useful. And I've summarized some key points, so that's good. We'll get to that in a second. So the 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 other side of all of this is as you're you're thinking about your final speech, you really, really want to be putting everything that we've been doing into action. And remember, don't get complacent, which means don't start thinking, oh, I've got it, I've done really good, I, I'm just going to coast through, I don't need to do any more work on this, I have it together. Really, truly, you need to be thinking, okay, how am I starting off what I'm doing? What's the purpose of it? Is it grabbing my audience's attention? And then how am I linking all of the different parts? How am I connecting the ideas? How does the third point connect to the second point, connect to the first point? And I think this is really, really important in something that we don't necessarily think about and that we're not doing. The, the, the fact that you've been working on a presentation for a long time, hours, I only get to hear it for four minutes. Your audience only gets to hear it for four minutes. The hours have made it all kind of, oh yeah, that connects, that links, that, I see how that works, I get it. Do we get it? And do not make the assumption that we're going to get it. So you really need to treat your audience a little bit like they're stupid. In that you need to connect through how the ideas link. That that's your big goal. 
And that's something that you constantly, constantly, constantly want to be thinking about. Things, things in general that I, I noticed is a lot of our persuasive speeches were still bordering on being informative. So a lot of information, and I think in some cases we gave a lot of information. Now, look, persuasive speeches are informative, right? They are full of information. How do we connect that information onto a base level of the audience so that they can go, that's me. That is something I've got to think about. Yeah, that's that relates to me. That's your challenge. And that's that's a hard thing to do. But you can do it. So you want to be thinking about how do I connect to my audience? And that's, that's again, that 90-10 rule, 10% of what we're doing ultimately is this huge amount of content. 90% is how you're delivering the content. How do you sound? Do I sound like I'm lecturing? Do I sound like I'm... And, and in some cases, there's... You're, you're, go back and listen to the tapes. So I'm going to load them up, as I always do, and I'll load up the audio... Just the raw, you'll see it, it'll say raw audio, which means it's just an MP3 file of everything. So you can you can sort of scooch through it and listen to it. Or if you want to take a look at your stuff, I'll load up the video as well from the Zoom. So it'll all be there, as I always do. Here's the thing, ladies. You need desperately to make sure that you go back and look and listen to your speeches. I am not so convinced that you're all doing that. And, and you need to listen to yourself because when you listen to yourself, what you do is you get a sense of, ah, I hear what I'm doing. And when you do your presentation, when you're, when you're sitting there in front of the screen or like I am, when I'm sitting in front of the screen and I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I'm in my groove. I've got my information coming out. I've, I've connected it. I've paused. And my impression of it is based on the moment that I'm doing it, which is great but my impression is always different than your impression. And so you desperately need to go and listen to what you're doing. So you can hear some of the things, especially as, as I, I write some comments and I, I'll give some general comments, but as I'm writing those, so that you can go, ah, oh, I hear what he's saying. And one of those big things that I'm still hearing from folks in, and again, it's the Zoom effect. I call it the Zoom effect. The Zoom effect in that we're sitting at home. You're sitting. You're reading. You're looking at your notes and you're putting it together and you're saying it. And so the Zoom effect is it sounds red. And some of our speeches are still sounding like I'm giving a term paper presentation, as in I'm reading a term paper that I've, I've cut and pasted my, my paragraphs from. You don't want it to sound like that. It may be that, but you don't want it to sound like that. You want it to sound like you're having that conversation. Ladies, look, we've got to stop. We've got to stop bleaching our hair. Ladies, you know, smoking is a really big problem. You don't have necessarily control over it. So you've got to, you've got to talk to your family. You've got to talk to your friends. And if you have an issue with it, tell them my story. You gotta, you've got to think of how am I packaging what I'm doing so it sounds less like it's being read and more like it's being spoken in that conversation with the examples, with things. And all of those things, remember, this is not an ad lib. This is not an off the cuff. This is not, hey, I'm just going to do this presentation. This is a planned, practiced, and designed process. 
designed in the words I'm going to use, the flow from idea to idea, introduction, conclusion, three core points with multiple examples, and they all link together, completely 100% designed. Your voice becomes this huge tool to communicate that, and it links to any of the images you're using. So that is still something we, we need to work on. It's, it's in, in, in our last speech, this becomes really important. And everything that we're doing, I know some folks are saying, oh man, this is gonna be the easiest speech yet. In one sense, it should be because you've got some confidence and uh, you've got some th- pieces that come together and you've got all of the stuff we've been doing. So that becomes important. Rauda, the grades will go up in the next day or so because I got to write in all the comments that go with it. So they will go up though. They'll go up pretty quick. So don't, do not panic and do not be worried. But you, you need to not stop. So another, another important thing, ladies, so don't take a rest. Another important thing, go back and look at the two sets of notes on visuals. Specifically, look at the notes that I put up that refer to the TED guide and what Chris Anderson talks about. And remember, we've been seeing them. We've been seeing, you know, the, the Graham Hill. We've seen other presentations where they've used PowerPoints, where they've used images. What are they doing? That is what you want to do. Do not give me the classic ZU presentation. One idea per slide, one image per slide, huge text, not a whole bunch of words. That's what we're looking at. That's what your that's that's your goal. Route is saying like mine. There's great examples in the class, and there's some examples where we're still on the cuff. So you want to go back and take a look at that. Absolutely, keep it simple. Absolutely simple. Don't go with those huge, filled with images and and slides that have lots of images on them. Don't do it. If you have a lot of text you want people to have. Give it to them on a piece of paper. Give a handout. Create a handout. Don't put them up on a slide. It only distracts from you. And th- so there was there was one, and I, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, well, maybe it was the smoky one. It was a good one because it had, it, or was it the sugar one? Hmm, I don't know. I don't remember which one it was. But it had some stats, and then it had a whole bunch of text. I would, if I was doing that that slide, I'd probably just put the number, the stat, and the the, the icon. Stat and the icon, stat, you know, 17% in the picture, 26% in the picture. I don't remember what the numbers were. But, and then I would just have it come up. I'd pause and I'd say the thing and what it, what it connects to. I think that's it's just more powerful. It just connects more. And remember, your voice becomes the thing. So this is why you need to go back and listen to your speeches because you don't want to be doing the speaking voice speech. You want to be doing a, a, a speech that sounds like you and the way you talk and the, the emotion that you bring to it. And that's, that's the important stuff. Remember, though, it is a show. So if you're, if you're very mild-mannered, you need probably to talk a little bit more. And you vocal variety, speed up, slow down. Right. So generally speaking, though, th- that being said, and, and you know that I'm going to send you some critique, your speeches were good. I think you're really, really getting it. And look, I understand it is hard to unlearn the way we've been doing it. I beg you, I beg you, I beg you to really put in the effort for your last speech to just create this, this incredible presentation that embodies everything we've been doing. Now, look, I, I've got a reason I'm begging you. 
one, I want to give you great grades. So, you know, that, that's the first thing. I, I want to be able to give you these, these great grades. Second thing is, you make me look good or bad. Because if you're doing great presentations in this class and then you take them to your other classes and you're doing a great presentation and, and, and that might be inspired by the fact that I've given you permission to be a TED speaker all the time, why not? I do it. You can do it. If you're not doing that and you get up and start doing these crummy presentations and people know you've taken a public speaking course, and even worse, if they know that you took it with me, they're going to say, you took a course with James and you're speaking like that? Did James teach you to do that? Well, I went through the... You make me look bad. So I need you to keep pushing the envelope and to keep practicing and to be these extraordinary examples of how you can actually speak in a class, not the standard ZU format that everyone gets away with. That's no good anymore because you make me look bad. And if you wreck my reputation as being this kind of a, a presenter, then that doesn't look good for me. And, and so I, it's really, that, that's really the important side. Hey, I can give you the great grades. And I know in some courses and some programs, maybe there's a curve. I'm willing to go to the bat for every single grade. There's no curve in this class. You get the grade that you, you get. And it's not like, oh, we can only have five A's and we can only, you know. It's like maybe there is some, some chart somewhere. I've never seen it. Maybe they want me to have a different distribution. You get what you get. There's no curve. So you want to get a great grade? do great stuff. The last speech is demanding that. If you want to do well on the last speech, it all has to come together. How are you going to do that? Images. Go back and look at what we're talking about with the visuals. Listen to your speech. Vocal variety. Make it sound like you're actually having a conversation with us. Organization. Remember, introduction. Conclusion, three points with examples, and everything needs to have transition links. Tell us how you're getting to things. Remind us. Ladies, it's a show. You're connecting it together. You can do this. This is not hard. It's four minutes. You can do this. So I'm, I'm very excited about what the possibilities are. But like everything, the only way you're going to do an exceptional speech is to put your heart and soul and, and everything you've got into it to say this is going to be I'm gonna I'm gonna impress the entire class and I'm gonna show them something that is the standard by which every other speech needs to be measured and I'm telling you I've I've told you this from the very beginning I love being in a a staff meeting or something and, and getting up and talking because all I do is what I've been practicing and what I'm asking you to practice in class so when someone asks you to talk I've got it prepared, I have an introduction, I've got a middle, a conclusion, I sound good, and I make eye contact with people, and I use expression, and I pause, and I sound phenomenal. That's all you want to be doing. You want people who are going after you to go, oh, I've got to go after that person. That's what you want to do, because that's what it's all about. That's what's going to differentiate you from everyone else who wants the same thing you want. The promotion, the job, the internship, the A in some presentation, to be called upon to present to Her Highness. This is how people discover you. So that's what you got to be thinking about. All right. So what's, what's going to happen? One, when we're done, which will be shortly, I will sit down and start inputting the comments and, and your grades. 
will will that happen quick? It, it, it could be today. It could be tomorrow. It, it takes a little bit of time to think about them. So I, you know, and it's and sometimes I go back and have to listen to things again because I want to make sure I got it right and give you a fair shake. So that's that's the first thing that that you need to know. The second thing that you need to know is there. I've posted up yet a final piece for you to think about. Now, here's the really important thing as we're going through this. And so this is the elements of, of persuasion. And it's it's a nice little reminder of where we're going for our final speech because it, it connects through a lot of what we've already been talking about. And so very important as we start thinking about things is what makes any speech connect. So a persuasive speech, you're trying to get people to change the way they think, get them change the way they, they act, and you want to give them permission to do something. You want to give them something to do. So what I've, what I've put forward here is, again, a, a nice little reminder from the TED Speaking Guide of, of some of the things to think about when you're doing a persuasive speech. And I've actually posted up a speech that I, I want you to take a look at over the weekend as you're thinking about your final presentation. Now, what becomes really important is that you need to be thinking about how, and this is with all the speeches we've looked at, how do you pull together all of what you've been talking about in your conclusion? How does the conclusion not just, you know, okay, in conclusion, it's like, ladies, don't do that. Think about, what do we know? Where is this taking us? So what do we do next? So what is your homework? So think of an elegant way to put together what you want to do. The speech that I've put forward is probably one of my favorites. Now, here's the thing. She does a lot of stuff that drives me mad. I mean, when she's, you know, it's like, it's like this woman is very talented. She's very smart. She's got a great story, but she's got some speaking habits that just drive me crazy. Interesting thing, no visuals, just voice, which is kind of cool. Tons of stories and the stories are what really link things together. I love the tone of her voice. I love the conversational nature. And I think that's what really, really makes this work. And it's connecting with the audience. Now, your final speech is a motivational speech. So your job is to connect with the class. Your job is to inspire them to do something, to think something, to get going. You want to make them feel happy. You want to make them feel like there's there's a future. And and this, this particular talk... I was in the audience during this talk by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I think of all of the TED Talks I've ever listened to, every time I listen to this talk, it, it, it reminds me she, with, with some of her stories, especially the story about the poet and the ideas. And, and her whole talk really is about not beating yourself up about creativity and how you do things, saying that, yeah, it's your responsibility, but what if it's not all your responsibility? What if there's some other things going on? And so that's what her talk's about. And it's kind of cool. And she's got this great story of this poet. And every time I hear this, these stories, it's, it's like I'm sitting in that theater where she's talking. And I remember being in that theater when she was talking. I was sitting there and I was probably about 50 rows up. And I'm sitting there. And as she was talking the story connected so viscerally, viscerally with me. So, so right to the, right to the fabric of my body. It was like instantly the room was just me and Elizabeth Gilbert. She was on the stage talking right to me. Nothing else was there. And that story, I'm going, that's exactly me. 
you're describing me. And so the story she was talking about, and several of the stories she talked about was this, this poet, and I forget her name, but you're going to watch the talk. You want to watch the talk. And she talks about this poet and she says, you know, she would hear poems coming and she was out in the field working and she heard this poem coming. So she ran to the house and the poem ran through her and she pulled it back. And then she wrote the poem down and she wrote it down backwards. And the whole idea was that it made me think of how many times have you woken up in the middle of the night and you've got this great idea and you go, oh yeah, that's exactly what I got to do with my paper. That's exactly what I got to do with my presentation. You say, okay, I'll do it in the morning. I'll write it down. And then you wake up in the morning and you can't remember. You go, what was that thing? So the, the, in a sense, that piece of creativity, it found you, it came to you, it offered itself to you. You, uh, you didn't write it down. You lost it. It left. And that's what she's talking about. She's saying, that's, that's not just you. That's, that's you and something is helping you out. Something is giving you some aid. Who knows what that thing is? She calls it the genius. And so a genius isn't someone, it's a thing. The genius that helps you, and she, she explains it in her story, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of a neat way of thinking, and it, it really gives you permission to think about what you do and to say, look, I'm doing my part, and I'm going to do exceptional, and the genius is either going to work with me or not work with me. So listen to it. It's, it's kind of cool, but it, the, the thing that makes her talk work, and it's not all of her presentation because some of her presentation skills are horrible, what makes her talk work are the stories. And those stories that connect and she explains how they connect and she explains how you need to think about them. I want to remind you, and I'm going to read this, being an excellent speaker is work. It's not easy. You need to work on how you deliver it. You need to work on how you're thinking about it. You need to work at getting those ideas down and organized. And you need to be ruthlessly honest with yourself. Are my ideas organized? Do they make sense? Is anyone going to understand them? How am I linking them together? Treat my audience like they don't have a clue so that they will link it all up together. Practice. You need to practice it. And you need to work to show the simple fact that you make it sound effortless. So you're putting all this together so that when you start talking and you're nervous and you're worried and you get up there, I don't know how many times I've done talks and I'm always nervous. Ladies, I'm giving you behind the curtain look here. I am always nervous. I always doubt myself when I'm getting up to do a talk. It doesn't matter how much I've practiced. I always doubt myself. I get up there and I do my best. And I, I got to say... When I'm done, I'm so glad to be done and I get down and I'm just like you. I'll say to someone, so how did I do? And they'll go, man, it was awesome. You did, you did a great job. And, and people will say, man, you make, they'll say, James, you make it look so easy. You make it look so effortless to get up there and talk. And like, yeah, that's because worked at imagining it, worked at writing it, did a whole bunch of work at practicing it. And all of that work makes the, the show and it makes it seem like it's easy. Nothing is easy in life, ladies. You put in that effort and it's just a formula. You keep following the formula. You get used to the formula. You get more relaxed with the formula. You get a lot better at it. So this is, this is really, really, really worth it. You want, and, and you're there. You want people to say you're amazing. That's your goal. That is what you're, you're striving for over and over and over again. You're going to go to that reading that's right at the top here. Let me go back to it. Here it is. It's, it's, it's this nice little 
link, go to it. And when you're in there, you're going to see that really what what's the pure goal of doing these kind of persuasive speeches and things. And you're going to go back and listen to your speech and you're going to say, okay, have I been able to, have I put together enough information with enough ways for people to act on it that it's going to convince the audience to change their current way of thinking of things? Have I done that? Your job is to take this, as he says, to take this really boring stuff and make it delightful. Make it entertaining. Make it informative and educational. Your job is to make people go, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, you know what? Why don't I give it a try? Your job is to get your audience to do something. Ultimately, all the time, even if it's just to stop and listen to you, that's your job. That's what you want to be doing. Your job is is ultimately to manipulate an audience. Let's face it, that's what we're doing. We're doing through the show. We're doing through the ideas. You want to make the connections that the audience can understand. So you're, you're working that audience. But you also have to make the connections between you and the audience and show the audience the connection between the ideas. Why does this matter? How can I change something? How do I decide to make this work? And you need to use... Not just good examples, you need to use examples that connect to us. You need stories, but you need stories that we're not left going, why are you telling me this? Who are these people? Those aren't good stories. They're stories, but remember the stories need to connect to your audience. People, things, stuff they can relate to. And of course, as always, as I keep saying, you need that third-party validation. I think we're all getting there very nicely. And you need to use, you need to also go back to the visual stuff. One idea, 24 point font, keep it simple. Go back and look at the Graham Hill stuff. Go back and look at the Bono stuff. Go back and look at the Jamie Oliver stuff. Go back and look and look and look and look. Matt Coots, go look at Matt Coots. Go look at Ron Gutman. He's the small guy. Go, I've given you many, many, many examples. That's what you need to do. Don't give us the ZU stuff. ZU's good. Don't get me wrong. I love the ZU stuff. But it's, it's no more. We're, we're, that's high school. That's a high school mentality. It's a high school idea. You're university students. You're going to be going to work in another couple years. Let's give the next set of stuff. TED cost over $10,000 to attend. American. No one is saying those presentations aren't professional. Do those kind of presentations. Now, of course, if you're a professor, if your place wants you to put it on their template, then do. But if they don't, make it amazing. Three little things. Here's all that the reading comes down to. Persuasion is the simple act of replacing someone's worldview with something better. Aha. Power of reason. Give people reason to decide. And you need to use all available tools to convince people. You want them to have that, <gasps> I get it moment. That, oh my God, that's the, that's the moment you want. You need to use everything to manipulate and change people's ideas, whatever it is you're talking about. And this is, the, so yes, this is talking persuasion and we're going to move on our next class, but all this stuff still applies. And I think that's the important thing to keep in mind as you're thinking about all of the stuff we've been talking about in the course from our in, 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 informative talk, organization, types of audiences, how to, it all links together constantly 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 it's not like oh i did informative now none of that stuff applies to my next speech it all applies to your next speech so you want to keep working on all of these things and thinking does it really 
excite people? Does it, does the flow work? Does the story work? Is it linking things together? You know, the hair loss one, I mean, that one really stood out. The smoking really stood out because it, it, it was that personal thing that you're hearing there. Uh, you know, so think about those things. Our final speech, as I said, is a motivational TED style speech. The theme, dream, do, be. That's the theme. Dream, do, be. Could be interesting. I'm, I'm very curious what and, and where you're going to take that. Remember, it's a motivational speech. You're trying to motivate people to take control of their lives, to dream of something, to just do it, to be what you are. If you, if you want to be a great, if you want to do great public speeches, you got to be that speech. You got to be, if you want to, you know, talk to people about being enthusiastic and how to get enthusiastic about things, you've got to be that enthusiastic influence. So I, I'm very, very excited about where you're going to go with these four minutes and it is taking all of the pieces that you've put in place so far in the course. Uh, I think it's, it's cool. Any, any questions, comments, queries, something you need to add, something that's on your mind, Rauda, I will try, but it takes time. So any, anything on your mind, anything. You have been listening to Public Speaking in the Summer. This was day 12. Whew, time is flying. Want to find out more about what we're doing? www.jamesed.com. That's my link at the JamesCast is my socials. Got more coming up really soon. Thanks for listening. This is Public Speaking in the Summer with me, James Pikeway.